Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. Hey, listen, today is Friday, May 14th, 2021, and this is day 1162 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for blessing us with this beautiful day that you created just for us Help us, Lord, to go forth in the power that you've given us through the Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord Jesus, to go forth with self-control and love and kindness and gentleness and, and Lord, peace and um, patience with one another. Help us, Father, to love one another unconditionally, that agape love that you've shown us by sending your precious son, Jesus Christ, to die and raise up victorious over death, hell, and the grave, so that we could be resur- so that we could be reconciled back unto you. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today; that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Today's message is finish the race, complete the task. Uh huh. Finish the race, complete the task. We all have specific assignments and we must complete them. And I'm going to tell you something that I've learned over these last, oh, let's see, about 40 years. Uh, yeah, if you don't finish the task, uh, the task that God has given you, you will go around that mountain until that task is finished. It may not come about, uh, you know, for some years down the road where you'll see yourself right back in a similar situation. And that could be because you didn't finish the task. Uh, we're going to see what Paul does here and how he completes a task that the Lord has given him. We're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 20, verses 16 through 38. Acts 20, 16 through 38. And it says, Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in Miletus or Miletus. Um, I'm sorry, to avoid spending time uh in the province of Asia. Got a little bit off there. (laughs) For he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible by the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, you know how I lived the whole time I was with you? From the first day I came into the province of Asia, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears. And in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponents, you know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. So he had taught, he said um, that, you know, I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith 
in our Lord Jesus. So he wasn't particular about who he preached to, like uh, like several of the disciples had been until Jesus, till Jesus revealed uh uh, something in a dream to Peter to let him know that not only to preach to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles. Uh, and Paul had been doing that all along, the Jews and the Greeks. And now compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task. The Lord Jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. That is such a profound statement that he gives the people that he's befriended, that have loved him, and that he's loved and sacrificed his time for building the kingdom of God, preaching the kingdom, he said. And he said, I will never, you will never see me again. Therefore, I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. So he's giving them some final parting words, he says. So number one, keep watch over the flock. Those are the people that God has given them uh, the um, accountability for for sharing the word of God with them. And he says, be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. He's letting them know that there will be those basically who are working for Satan. And uh, there are certain people that have just yielded unto doing evil. You know, and and Satan works through people, but ultimately it's Satan that is our enemy, not the person. So he says, even from your own number, uh, men will raise and arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So there will be even those that started off doing the will of God, but will end up being someone perpetrating evil. He says, so be on your guard. Remember that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now I commit to you. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. So he's not, you know, taking advantage of the people or or taken uh, from them. He's worked hard as well. He's been a living example to the people. In everything I did, I showed you 
that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept as they embraced him and kissed him. What grieved them most was his statement that they would never see his face again. Then they accompanied him to the ship. And they knew, you know, that he would possibly die once he got to Jerusalem. And, uh, but God had a mission for Paul, just as he does for us. And we must go about the task with intentional diligence to finish the race and complete the task. It, point number one, it is more blessed to give than to receive. In order to give of ourselves fully, there will be times that we'll have to part company with those we love and, and have spent so much time with. You know, Paul had spent three years with these people. He says, and so, although it can be very difficult, we must finish our race and complete our task as Paul did. Most of of all as Jesus did. He knew his purpose to reconcile man back to the Father through his blood to atone for our sins, to make us in right standing with God the Father. Paul was sold out um, for the Lord and gave himself fully to the ministry, building the kingdom of God. In order to minister selflessly like the Lord um, had used, as he uses Paul's example, we must understand the concept of more blessed to give than to receive. It's so much easier to give someone a check, money, or food, or or even a ride, because that's just temporary, you know. Um, uh, but to give ourselves, you know, every day and pouring out, that that's a whole nother level of maturity in the Lord. Getting beyond self to see the needs of the people, beyond their worldly actions and behaviors, we, we need to see them as the Lord sees them. Always remembering uh, the abundant mercy and grace God showed us as we become mature in him, we too must do the same for others. Point number two, the Lord will move people out of your life who were like mentors and role models to you, just as the people wept when Paul left. What hurt them most was that they would never see his face again at least not on this earth, right? But in heaven, we will see each other again. That meant they were ready to take the baton and continue the work of building the kingdom of God. Now it is their turn to finish the race and complete their task. There's no guarantee that we will always be together on this earth, but God guarantees us that he will never leave us or forsake us. He loves us so much. You know, it may even be sacrificing something that we've 
spend so many years building <laughs> and working on, right? Uh, and, and, and then God will say, I need you now to move on to a new assignment. And you might think, oh, I got to leave all this? Lord, I have done so much here. And, and I thought this is where I, I was going to retire <laughs> from, you know? I'm experiencing something right now like that. I, um, you know, I've been on a job that I just love. <laughs> I love the work that I do. And uh, it is in restorative justice. It just fits so well. And uh, when I look at it from the biblical principles, it surely lines up, you know, with how we should treat one another and uh, upholding one another's dignity and giving people the benefit of the doubt, accepting people as they are, <laughs> you know, that's what God would have us to do and love one another, no matter what. So, you know, now God has shown me that I've finished that race. I'm about done and completed that task. And he's shown me it's time to move on to a new assignment. And I'll be moving on uh, in June and and what I thought would be another year, like a year, you know, maybe next February. I initially talked to my boss and said September. <laughs> and then God blessed uh, in a way that I I could not even imagine and showed me that, no, it's going to be sooner than that. And I've given you this new assignment, which I've been sharing with you all a lot. And it's called Transition Zone. And transition zone is basically taking what I've been doing over the last probably 35 years working with youth uh, as, a, as a youth leader for about 20 years and then uh, working, you know, um, with the Center for Conflict Resolution, teaching uh, restorative justice or restorative practices and uh showing people how to get along, you know, <laughs> in a peaceful way and, and especially working with youth in the schools and with teachers. But working with those youth just really touched my heart. And so there were a lot of things that I saw over the last six years in the schools with the youth that just weighed my heart down. Saw a lot of good things too, but saw a lot of great things that these wonderful educators are doing and, um, that will always stick with me. And the Lord says, now time to go and uh, start up a new thing. And so I've started it up. <laughs> He's uh, surrounded me with a wonderful group of people that have helped me so much. So we've started Transition Zone, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which will be a safe place for people uh, to be loved and accepted for youth and families and equipping youth and families with life skills to thrive and empowering individuals to walk in their purpose. We will be teaching workforce skills training for youth. And uh, we will be also uh, training and teaching or walking alongside uh, youth. I mean, I'm sorry, parents and and uh, working with them on pathways to raising their children in in the way that the Lord would have us to. Uh, I will be offering, uh, our group will be doing these services at our church and we'll also come to you in, in your school, church, restaurants, teaching these workforce skills and life skills. 
And I'm going to tell you something. I really thought I was going to retire <laughs> um, from the Center for Conflict Resolution. It's actually the longest I've ever worked for someone else. I've always been an entrepreneur. Uh, well, most of my years anyway, <laughs> for uh, close to 20 something years. And uh, so now it's time. And uh, it has been a great joy. But I know even with tears, it's still time to move on. And God has set the stage. He has sent the youth. And now, you know, we're working on things, getting everything prepared for June 1st to begin that process. Listen, what has God shown you? Have you finished your race? Have you completed the task? Don't get frustrated or discouraged through, through the process. It's not going to always be pretty. I promise you that. But a lot of the things that you're going to encounter are things that are going to help you to grow up, to mature. We can't mature and grow unless we go through some challenging times and understanding that it's strengthening and building our faith in God. If everything was easy, then, you know, there would no, be no need for faith because, you know, hey, it's easy. <laughs> I can do this myself. When it comes to maturing in God, these are things we cannot do by ourselves, And these are things that we must trust God in. And God wants us to trust him, to put our faith in him. And as we do that, he's going to condition us and he is going to also send others. He'll do it through people. As iron sharpens iron, so does a man sharpen another or a person sharpen another. So as these people, sometimes there'll be people that get on your bad side, get upset. You get upset with them, they with you. Uh, and there are those that you just love hanging out with. But you'll notice God is going to send you places where you know what? These are not the people necessarily that you would have chosen to hang out with because you have different mindsets, you have different goals, but God is saying, yeah, this is where I want you to be. And and I have a task for you here. So begin to relish in that moment. Begin to be uh, steadfast and do what God called you to do. Don't run from it like I used to do. <laughs> Go ahead and finish. I've learned how to finish the course. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. Man. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Please check out the messages and share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And uh, hey, please support the ministry. Uh, what we're doing, this is building the kingdom of God. So if God puts it on your heart, to support us in whatever way you can. Uh, we don't ask for a certain dollar amount, whatever amount you want to do. God has also shown us about a thousand supporting uh, by $10 a month. Uh, hey, if you're one of the thousand, please do so. Uh, and we will have that uh, giving platform coming soon. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you 
and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.